Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 263 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. Thanks for being here and thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. I'm really, I really appreciate it. I hope you know that. All right, so during one of my meditations this last week, I was listening to Jeff Warren's daily trip on the Calm app. So he has these meditations where he walks you through around a 10 minute guided meditation. It's really good. But this day, he was talking about limiting identities. Now, a limiting identity is basically just a thought or an identity you have about yourself that limits you in some way. We all have them. Some may even be officially diagnosed by a professional. For me, mine are simply ones I've given myself. <laughs> so for instance, I always say and have said for a long time that I don't handle stress well. This is a limiting belief on my part because whenever I have stress, I don't do well with it because I believe I don't handle it well, therefore I don't. <laughs> See how that works? So I'm always working on being the best version of me and sharing that with you so that you can be the best version of you too. That's why I like to tell stories because I think they're effective in helping us relate and see how it can apply in our own life. So I know I have this limiting belief that I don't handle stress well. Now this last week was, pardon my French, a complete shit show. <laughs> Sorry if you have kids in the car. But I have this really beautiful project that we're trying to drag across the finish line. And it just seems like we just could not catch a break. Every time we turned around, something seemingly catastrophic was happening. Not just little things, big things like a big chip in a bathtub we were supposed to install that day to really big spots of black grease on our sandstone floors that were covered up really well. Delays in mirrors, broken glass, delays in lights, the wrong white oak being delivered three times wrong, which held the project up tremendously. And this has all been in the last three weeks or so. It was pretty stressful. So on one particularly stressful day this week, I found myself driving in my car starting to freak out. And I thought, oh, I can't, I can't deal with the stress. I don't handle stress well. There's that subconscious limiting belief that popped up. But this time I was aware of it. Now, normally, I just pick up the phone automatically and just call as many people as I can and tell the story to them and get them to soothe me, but really that just dramatizes it and ultimately creates more stress. But then I thought, hold on, wait a minute. I'm a big girl. I can calm myself down. I can handle this on my own. So I did my breathing exercises, which is basically two quick breaths in and one long breath out. This works wonders if you ever need to calm yourself down. Do that several times. And then I started asking myself the right questions. Instead of asking, why is this project feel so doomed? Why don't people care anymore? <laughs> those are not going to have good answers. Instead of asking those questions, I asked, have I done everything I can for this project to succeed? Uh, yes, I have. Are the challenges I'm having out of my control? They are. Is the project ultimately coming together and is it gonna look fabulous when, it, when it's done? 100% yes. And is another one or two delay, day delay the end of the world? No. 
So what's my ultimate reason for my stress? What's the feeling that I'm letting down my client? Okay, so am I letting my client down or am I managing the circumstances as best I can? Well, I'm managing the circumstances best I can. So what's left at this point to do? Let's communicate with my client so that she stays in the loop because people are generally reasonable as long as you're communicating and they know you're on it and that it's ultimately gonna be okay. So I made the call to my client and we had a conversation and she said, Heidi, I really think you're more stressed about the delays than we are. And it's our bathroom that's out of commission. <laughs> I laughed and told her that was most certainly the truth. <laughs> she then said, we know you're doing everything you can. And we also know that with you involved, the end product will be worth the wait. You see, I know <laughs> I was simply marinating in my own stress. But once I just kind of broke it down, I was doing everything I could. And the only thing I needed to do that was leaving me completely stressed was communicate to the client. Because that, that was what was stressing me, so that's what I did. And that was a really proud moment for me because I've been telling myself for years that I don't handle stress well, when I actually can handle stress just fine. I just proved that to myself. Sometimes we have these identities and it causes us to set lower expectations for our life. And it causes us to limit our own possibilities because we believe we aren't good at it or we, can ch we can't change it. So we just fall into the same old habits that don't serve us. So for me, if I just kept leaning on Eric or calling my friends when I'm stressed, I'm teaching myself and confirming that I need something or someone outside of me in order to handle stress which puts me in a victim mentality and leaves me dependent on others. It can also cause me to want to avoid stress altogether by playing small. At one point when I was in the car, I wondered why I was even doing big projects like this at all when it's so stressful. But that would be playing small. That's backing myself away from success for fear of being uncomfortable. No way. So what are some limiting ideas or thoughts that you have about yourself? I mean, I'll, I can give you a few examples that are, I, I think, pretty common. I'm destined to be overweight. I don't like working out. I don't like people or people don't like me. I'm not good with money. I just can't get ahead or I don't have enough time. That's a big one. These are all very common and they're very limiting. When we have these beliefs, they subconsciously make us powerless in that area. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't want to feel powerless. I want to feel empowered. I can empower myself. I'm not going to excuse myself to go back to my old habit of expecting or wanting someone or something to soothe me when I'm stressed. I don't want to just go back into calling Eric or Donna or Molly or, you know, stop and get a Twix bar. That, those are old habits. That's my body taking over, not my intentional mind. And you might be thinking, what's wrong with calling a friend when you're stressed? Nothing. That's not the point. The point is, I want to change my relationship to stress and I can't do that by going back to my old habits. I mean, our bodies, they have very strong memory programming. Programming. So the next time I'm stressed, my brain will offer me thoughts just like, you know, grab the phone, call Eric. Yeah, he always makes it better. Or, oh, there's a Twix bar at the register. That'll make it better. Now, those are 
those are programming that, that are that's wired into our brains. We are always going to have to overcome them. And it's my old habit to grab the phone or grab sugar. It's so automatic, I don't even notice it when I'm doing it. I mean, think about how you may automatically grab for your phone when you're bored or stressed or idle in any way, or why a certain smell. Like for me, the plastic smell of a brand new pool float reminds me of summer when I was a kid, and that's a long time ago. That's strong programming. I mean, if you want to make a change, it has to be intentional. And it won't be easy at first, but it will get easy the more you train yourself. If your limiting belief, for instance, is I'm destined to be overweight and you want to change that, you have to be intentional with your mind because your body will send you signals that you're hungry or you're craving all day long. And your brain is going to give you thoughts like, hey, let's start eating healthy tomorrow. It's no big deal. Or just one bite. That's not going to hurt us. And you'll be used to giving in because, well, it's useless not to because you're just destined to be overweight. <laughs> See how that works? But when you change that thought to, I'm the first in my family to be fit and eat for nutrition. Your body will still have those cravings at first. Now, eventually they will subside. But now you have a belief that gives you power over those thoughts rather than making you powerless to them. When you hear people say that you create your own reality, here's what they mean. Your thoughts create your feelings. Your feelings cause your actions. And your actions are what actually creates your reality. My challenge to you is consider one limiting identity or thought you have about yourself and do one thing to prove it's not true. Show yourself even just one time intentionally that it's not true. And when you do that, you've just empowered yourself to do it again and again when you see it's possible. Because it is. You're more powerful than you know. You just have to get out of your own way. Share this episode with three people today. It's super easy to do. Click on the three dots at the bottom right if you're listening on Apple and hit share. Or if you're on Spotify, click the square with the arrow. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.